Hello. Hello, Marilyn. How are you? Hello, Hello Dad. How are you? Pretty good. Are you doing well up there, way up there? Oh, mm. I'm doing a little bit okay. Mm. I, uh, oh, this is not good. This is not for the show. Oh, it could be for the show. I don't care. Uh, who cares? Oh, uh, you ever, oh, God. Um, I didn't sleep a lot last night. Me, me neither. What the hell was going on? Uh, I watched the TV show. Um, um, so, uh, sometimes if I don't get enough sleep, I get nausea. That sucks. I have all mm-hmm. kinds of crap. Oh yeah. You just missed one, <clears throat> but I, I'm going to power through. All right. It's just, you know, you get that. You ever get that thing where you got to catch a plane <clears throat> like super early and you get that weird taste in your mouth and yeah. then you get, you get a little, I, I get nausea if I don't get enough sleep. I know. I know that feeling, especially like when you wake up, if you have to wake up, if your normal wake up time is like six 30 uh-huh, and you have yeah. to wake up at four oh, and, yeah. and it's, it, and it's ugh. stressful. Yes. Cause there's factors you don't control and it's, uh, yeah, it's really bad. Um, what was my point about that? I'm trying to reboot my sleep a little bit. Cause I uh, reboot, re- mm. reboot mm-hmm. because yeah, you know doing... what Merlin, that email I got from you was sick, came in at 6am my time. Oh shoot. You caught me. Yeah. So you were, you were up pretty early. Oh, that's brother. for your time. Oh, I was up earlier than that. Oh yeah. man. I say I'm trying to reboot. I'm re- rebooting my sleep because <laughs> I had been doing very, very well. Uh-huh. Since like February, uh-huh. I've been going to bed like where it's still a little daylight out. Wow! And I've I've had a uh, what you developers call a regression. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we call it. Yes, where I've been um, watching too much TV at night and then yeah. going to bed later than I should. So I'm trying that's, to reboot. Well, that's me every night. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of good TV. I talked to this, uh, you know, what's you know, it's crazy season. It's silly season right now for trying to record podcasts because everybody's got stuff to do. So we're pre-recording some Rodericks on the line. Yeah. And I, I talked to Roderick about this, how I, uh, I shotgunned three, the, at that time, three existing episodes of Chernobyl, uh, plus three episodes of Game of Thrones. And that makes for a late night. Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, so I, I did actually you recommend Chernobyl to me. Yes, I did, you? and I have. We have received a lot of, or I personally have received a lot of emails and tweets from people saying, "Thank you for recommending Chernobyl. It's fantastic, and and it really is." And they're they're doing. I think they're doing the story great justice by explaining it and not not sugarcoating any of it and showing it like it really was. Oh and, my and god! <laughs> the 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 nightmare. I fell asleep. I watched the new episode of Chernobyl last night, and then I was watching something else after. And I, I, for me, the worst thing I can do is fall asleep watching TV. And for the record, I am not the kind of person who falls asleep really anywhere except. In in ideal conditions, I'm in a, I'm in my own bed or maybe a hotel room, whatever, and it and everything is good. Then I'll fall asleep. I've ne- I never like fell asleep in class. I never fell asleep on a bus. I never fell really? asleep in the back you never of a car. Fell asleep in class in Florida. Never. I never. I never fell asleep on a plane, even on the 22 hour flight to South Korea. I ne- I just I don't do that kind of thing. So the, it's super weird if I fall. I don't nap. It's super weird for me to fall asleep watching TV. Like it almost never happens. But when it does, last mm-hmm. night I fell asleep from 11.15 to about oh, 11, no. 11.50. Oh, And woke no. up, woke up. Oh, ah, ah, oh, what? <laughs> what? And. Yeah. You get real uh, panicky. Yeah. 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 And, and then, uh. pure coincidence, my son comes out of his room at like 
right at five minutes later, he's awake, but mm-hmm. he, but he comes out while I'm like going through my evening movements. And, and of course he mm. comes out and he's trying to be quiet. So as not to scare me and he scares the bejesus out of me. So now my yeah, heart's he might, racing. He might as well be a ghost boy. And I've got, yeah. Cause he's just standing there in the dark, you know, right, looking. Like, a, like a shining girl. Yeah. And, and then your heart's going, you've got the adrenaline going. And, and so then of course it took me forever to finally fall asleep. And then I woke up super early at like five something. And then I, then I fell back to sleep and I had nightmares. I was staying in a Russian hotel or Soviet union hotel. Yeah. 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 The same one from the damn show. And, and like there was radiation outside and we're trying to like avoid it. Oh my God, dude, it's the worst. I hope your night wasn't like that. I hope it was better than that. Oh, it wasn't that harrowing. Um, oh, God. Oh, man. I got so, I mean, <sighs> this is already one of those shows where, you know, <laughs> it's it's being oversold. But, uh, oh, there he is. Really open it up. Ah, no, 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 no. Can you hear that, Dan? Yes. Ugh, nauseous again. Um, well, first of all, to your sleep. Yes, it's the worst. And I, I tend to not fall asleep like watching TV, I'll do it maybe, uh, you know, uh, once every few weeks, but it is, it's the so worst. Ridiculous. I don't want that. I never want no. that to happen. No. And I mean, it, depending on your state of mind and like what you've been eating and what you've been drinking, like you can fall pretty damn hard asleep in 35 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I know. Or what would that be? What, 40 minutes, whatever it was. Yeah. Whatever asleep. it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then you wake up and it's it's just it's such a panicky feeling. Oh, that's um, the worst. I can't. I hate it. And then you know you know you you've screwed up too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you know right away. You're like, oh god. Well, and now you're in that situation we've talked about so many times where you're in. Now you got a sleep situation where you're trying to calm the f down, but like the more you try to calm down, <laughs> the, the the worse it gets. <laughs> that's right. You know, it's so difficult. Um, I'm, I'm worried that, um, so you had recommended this to me. Um, I had been assigned Chernobyl as homework by Syracuse, and I could oh, tell it looked real good. And I'd heard about it on a podcast. And um, I, I, you know, this is one of those ones like what? Like Mindhunter or one of those. It's one of those shows where it's difficult to say I recommend it. Yeah. Because it is... Well, it's, points, it's tough. It's tough. It's watch. difficult. It's yeah. a dif- it's a difficult watch, but um, I I don't have enough accolades for this show. Neither does yeah. the internet at this point. And yeah. So I'm heavily risking. This is actually one of my recommendations. I'm heavily risking way overselling this, but um, you know, honestly, I'm not the kind of person who sticks around on an HBO show to like watch the you know how we made this Game of Thrones. Oh, I, I love I, those. I watch oh, those. Oh, well, I, I mean, like, I'm all John Syracuse about this. Like, you, there should be nothing related to plot points in the menus for a Blu-ray. Agree. That's so annoying. Or like when the when the uh, Game of Thrones is about to start and you're so in the mood and the lights are off. And first you got to sit through, you got to sit through their little, uh, like, short thing. And then mm-hmm. you got to sit through their ads uh-huh. for the service you're already subscribed to. And so you have to watch all of those, including, you know, stuff in it. Uh, don't get me started on Killing Eve, where Killing Eve has ads for Killing Eve that reveal plot <laughs> details in the ad for Killing Eve for the show that you're watching about oh, episodes no. you haven't seen yet. Like, uh, why is she dressed up like a sexy pig lady? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> oh, I, I guess, guess that means I guess she's I can anticipate that now. <laughs> right. Honey, I'm gonna honey, I'm gonna need the room. <laughs> Can I have the room, please? Yeah. Grace, Grace. <laughs> 
Oh, God. <laughs> so anyway, um, but it is is difficult. But like I say, I'm not usually that making of guy. Mm-hmm. But like I, I have heard, Syracuse uh, uh, had retweeted uh, this one, this woman who had been raised contemporaneously in the Soviet Union. Lots of people who have spent time there or, or lived there, been born there, are all like just heaping uh, accolades of uh, for authenticity. Like mm-hmm. they they got the license plate on that car right. Really, where they got the right letters on there for what region that would be in. Wow, the, the little uh, you know uh, what's the guy? What's his name? Lane from Mad Men. Like his his little garbage can that he takes out. Like anybody who lived. I guess, you know, it, it w- would be familiar with that. Just every every little detail, the way the girls are dressed, like that's contemporaneous with a festival that would have been happening around that time. Oh, no like, kidding. Anyway, just, yeah, like all this stuff. I bet the, I bet the bird is the right kind of bird title. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched S1, um, or S- uh, E1 rather, with my lady last night. And I was yeah. like, huh, huh? What do you think? Huh? 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 You know? So anyway, uh, it's difficult to recommend because it is very difficult and quite upsetting, um, graphically upsetting in some of the imagery and a lot of the theme and the tone. But it is, uh, I'm so overselling this. It's so exquisitely done. It really is. It's such good storytelling. And if the reason you're not watching it is because you're like, yeah, well, I remember when that was in the papers. Boy, uh, there's a lot in this that wasn't in the papers. Mm Mm-hmm. They got to get the Masha. How are they going to get the Masha? I don't know. Jesus Christ. That's it's, a lot of, what do they call Ruckens? Ruckers? What do they call? Ru- 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 the, the, the dingus only goes up to a certain number of Ruckers. Ron- Ronchens. Ronchens. Yeah. But, you Hi. know, it, it's it's funny because my wife, after, um, she she has been going to bed like a good person early and I've been staying up late. And so she often will watch a show like that in the daytime the next day after it comes uh-huh. out. And so she, she made the mistake of saying to me, um, Dan, like, how does a nuclear reactor work? And mm. I said, oh, hold on. I, let me go get my visual aids here. And I, and I, uh-huh. I put, put on your Homer that, Simpson reading glasses to yes, Wikipedia. Because like, no, I mean, I, I know this stuff, uh, because this is something that, that I think we talked about and I know, I, I think we've talked about it in episodes. So I don't want to go in over it again, but as a child, my two biggest fears oh were nuclear God. war and tornadoes. And, um, and so, you know, the, we, we grew up in a time where in, in my case, and I think yours, cause you lived in Florida, both of those were not only real possibilities, but in the case of tornadoes, they happened frequently. And you'd you'd read in the news like, oh, such and such people were killed in their house when this tornado kind of just showed up. So, but the nuclear war thing, I mean, that was a very real possibility I've for us growing up. talked about this up. with Roderick so many times. Yeah. It's, it, it, it feels very difficult. You know, you remember being a little kid and hearing about, like, what's a good example? I mean, certainly nuclear war had been around for a while, but you remember hearing what people were, were feeling, the panic people felt during, say, the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yes. And you're like, well, that went fine. Or like, <laughs> you know, World War II turned out okay. And you're like, well, first of all, not really. And it didn't really turn out that okay. And second, in 1942, there was very little assurance that we were going to, quote unquote, win that war. Yeah. Like, we had some pretty rough days. You ask uh, my, my, my late mother-in-law about it. It's like, yeah, well, we did all we could and we were donating tin and stuff. But like we, it, 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 there was no guarantee that was going to go well. Right. No, the nuclear war thing was so real. Oh, and then there was the day after. Oh, yeah. Apparently the day after, which for people, our younger uh, listeners may not know what that was. This was a TV a made made for TV movie that I believe went over a series of days, if I'm if I'm right about that, that was mm-hmm. portraying 
a limited nuclear exchange took place between the United States and Russia. And uh, was it was it James Robards was the main guy in that? The guy from uh, from um, oh Jason Robards. Jason Robards. Uh, I don't the know. Guy, I have to look it up. He was in um, uh, something wicked. This way comes. He was, oh, just Robarts was in everything, man. He yeah, was he, in uh, he was in that Metallica video movie. <laughs> what? So he Johnny was, got his gun. Johnny got his gun. Johnny got his gun. He was in Johnny got his gun. Are you serious? He was in Johnny got his gun. He was also you're talking about uh, you're talking about uh, uh, all the president's men. He was uh, Ben Bradley. Jason Robards. Let me just get a look at his. You might face. be thinking of Justice John no, Roberts. No, Jason Robards. Jason so anyway, Robards. he he was in this movie, and apparently, the this movie. Well, this movie. The point of it was to show what life might be like for survivors, what the world would before, be like after. during, and very and importantly, after. after. Yes. And, and so, people got turned into skeletons on screen. Yes. And it yes. was very frightening. And apparently, Reagan watched this movie huh. and was so affected by this movie that this movie is what <gasps> led to an apparently, yes, but also um, what um, I forget exactly what event took place but they had a summit with russia and this actually led to the initial talks like a, about like disarmament talk and and bringing Jeez. all of this down so like this had a real effect on people anyway i don't know how it holds up today but i at that point that kind of was a catalyst for like i really need to understand this stuff now my grandfather was um had worked as a scientist for the u.s government for many years and been involved in a lot of top secret project and stuff like that and was a, a metallurgist by trade and uh, ha was able to teach me a lot about, um, you know, whether it was nuclear bombs or nuclear reactors and all that stuff. And so that started for me a lifetime interest in that kind of thing. So mm -hmm. seeing it portrayed in this way in this movie and, and, and seeing how accurate they are, I'm not the right person to say, yeah, that was very accurate about in the way he explained a neutrino, but like, it, it it's wonderful in that way to see that they're it's 100% like legit, you know, they're not doing anything for effect or for dramatic effect. It's, this right. is the way it really was. So there's mm -hmm. a long way of saying that. Yeah. I mean, they, they, uh, they lavish, um, it's, it's, it's so exquisitely shot. Anyway, we're, we're overselling it, but if you're, if you have the stomach for it, um, it's a real, uh, whatever the video version of a page turner is. It's, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It's 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 kind of shocking, but oh, so very good. Not good to dream about, though. No, it's horrible. And do, do you have to be spraying the, the pesticides while the guys are applying the pesticides? Can you wait a second? Why are you spraying pesticides on? Don't do that. And some of those guys didn't even have the masks that covered their cheeks were still exposed. They didn't if weren't they, completely if they were, you'd be wearing them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so on that happy note, can't hurt. Um, you doing okay? Uh, I stopped feeling barfy for now. Oh, good. Well, just keep me up to date. And if you, oh, if you well. feel it coming on, let me know and I'll, 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 oh, you, you know, know what I did? I weight. reinstalled my mute switch. Uh, 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 I reinstalled my, my oh, mute good. switch. Good. Well, very good. There's just too, too many, uh, audio hijack recordings of me peeing into a jug. So I had to reinstall <laughs> that. Um, I asked, I asked some friends, I asked some friends on Slack, Hey, is there anything better from muting the P sounds? Cause this does, it cut, it seems to make it quiet, but it doesn't kill the What are signal. you using? Oh, the rolls S MS one, one, one. Oh, that switch. one. Yeah. I still am very much enjoy the short works. This and ooh, ooh, very ooh, good. Ooh. Very good. Say, say, say that, say that, say that with unmuted mouth words. What, what should tell me what to buy? 
Shortstop. That's the one Short I've stop. been. I've been using that one for ten years more. These things are made so well. They're built like a tank, and they're these okay. these boxes. You throw them on the ground. I mean, I've these kicked these things and knocked them around, and these things are just amazing. Shortstop. Pro pro proco shortstop. Yeah, that's the. It guy. looks like a rat pedal. Yeah, rat pedal. Oh wait a minute. Now does that make a chunk, chunk of chunk when you hit it? It looks chunk of chunk. No, Aaron. Huh. Proco shortstop. Uh, uh, Hang on, let's see if I got that on the Amazon. See? Wait, I'm clicking. <clears throat> this is all, this is good. This is all gold. Proco shortstop. Proco sound CDSS shortstop mute box. That's it. It looks like a chunk of chunka though. That would, that would, is that a chunk of chunka? No, it doesn't click. It's um, hmm. non-latching. Shortstop momentary mute switch. Well, I wait suppose a minute. you could press it with your finger if you wanted to. I tried having it on the ground like a stomp box, but that was Yeah, that's how, I ha- that's how I have mine. Okay, like like you're like you're doing uh, transcribing. Okay, yeah. they have four models. They got the panic button A B switch, the power mute, the short stop momentary mute switch. That's oh, so one. this one it's only as long as you're like holding it. Yeah, you put your foot on it. You put your and, foot uh, on it. Sign uh, off latching mute switch. All right, I'm going to need to get your help on which one of these I should buy. Right. Five stars. <laughs> um, I have uh, another recommendation, but uh, I wonder if you would want to tell me about something you like. Let me tell you about a new sponsor. You might have heard about what? these hmm? guys in the news. It's Chartable. I just signed up for an account today to see what that's like. I've been using Chartable and, and I've actually just enabled it uh, recently on on Back to Work for us too. Chartable really? is great. Yes. Chartable helps podcasters understand, grow, and, and if you want to, monetize your audience. And this is a really, really cool. And you know, there's so much activity going on in the podcast space right now. And there are so many companies that are out there that are really... They're, they're not, they're there to make a buck. They're not there to make the industry better. They're not really there to help people. They're just there to make a buck. And I'm, I'm opposed to that. And I'm only interested in companies that are, are, are that really care about podcasters and I making fireside every day. That's high on my list. I try, I'm, I'm, I'm out there every day making tools that I, I hope make things easier for those of us who are podcasters and chartable. I actually, ran into these guys uh, a while back and started talking to them and did, I did one of the the first integrations of their service into Fireside because I liked it so much because I really like what they're doing. I really like the approach that they're, they're using to do it. And, uh, and, and there's like over 10,000 podcasters now from the smallest little indie shows to big networks with millions of downloads. And basically what they give you is they give you a little prefix and you put that in front of the episodes download URL. Most content management systems and publishing tools and um, and uh, and hosting platforms and Fireside, of course, that I make does make it easy for you to do this. And you put that little prefix in there, and then it starts tracking your downloads. But it does more than just say you got two thousand downloads. They actually <laughs> have downloads. really really good analytics. They help you. Uh, chart they they have rankings that they do it ties in reviews from apple podcasts and spotify and stitcher across over 150 countries it's it really is a wonderful place i'm i'm not saying that we're, i'm not still going to have great stats in fireside your own hosting platform probably has good stats too but but even if you have good stats consider chartable anyway because of those rankings because pulling in all that data from everywhere else it really gives you an idea not just how your show is doing but how your show is doing in relation to all of the other podcasts out there and 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 plus really good stats so anyway they're great 
I, I know the people that are behind it and I know what their, what their goals are and how they work and how their business goes. And, and I like them and I like this service a lot. So here's what you do. You go to chartable.com, C-H-A-R-T-A-B-L-E, chartable.com, sign up for an account and uh, go check out their analytics. Great, great company. Go check them out. Thanks, Chartable. Buck, buck. <laughs> I've added uh, two things to show notes. Uh, yeah, maybe not now, because uh-huh. you know it's not something our listeners will find interesting. I, I want to see the distinction between the shortstop and the power mute. The power mute has dip switch, dip, 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 dip switches that let you um, do modal things. The shortstop, it seems like, is good because it's super simple, and it does the thing you want. You just hit right. it, it does the thing. Yes. Hmm. All right. I'll have to get more information. The, 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 the main thing I want you to think of as a difference between the, the, uh, the shortstop and the power mute is that with the power mute, it is a latching switch. So that so is that a chunk of chunk That one would be. And, and so you hit that button and it cuts it off until you, uh, un, until you undo it. But my understanding, and I haven't, I don't own that one. But I think you can also, um, you can change how it behaves. But, yes, but that's what it says on this page. With the little so dip this, switches. Yeah, yes. Well, I mean. So you can switch it from being latching to momentary. So if well, you is, want the latching is, for, your, concern, dude, for your jug. Is, well, here's the thing. Because you need both hands for that, I imagine. You need, thank you. There are things that a podcast or professional podcaster needs to do that require two hands, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Maybe you need to adjust your monitor mm-hmm. and you want to make sure, you know, you're getting a plum. That's right. You know, you two might want to lift, lift and drop your keyboard. That, that's a two hand thing. There are things that, that one needs to do with a Clorox bottle where, where it might be nice to have two hands available. <laughs> Proco Power Mute. Proco. <laughs> anyway, that's the one. Anyways, that's uh, more information than they needed. Uh, I have one other, uh, it's a pretty random recommendation. Uh, um, so for a challenge for due by Friday, long story short, I have to um, produce something visual. And I um, I used to consider myself a quote unquote 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 designer, but like I'm not gifted. I can't draw. You know, I'm going to tell you what I tell all my kids, Dan. There's two things in life. I, I don't, it's always two things with me. I, I, I don't really care about being good at almost anything, really obviously, but I wish I could play piano and I wish I could draw either of which I could have chosen to be good at if I worked, but it bums me out that I can't draw. I I'm very, uh, left brained. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me but too. I, the challenge is the challenge and whatever is in the show is in the show. And so I had to, I've had occasion to have to draw. And so I've returned to an app that, uh, and I, this is by no means the only app that does this, but, uh, the one I've chosen for this particular challenge is, is called procreate. And it's really surprisingly powerful for doing visual stuff on uh, on your iPad. Yeah, I got it right uh, here. Have you heard of Procreate? Yeah, I got it right here. Oh, what's the one that? What's the other one that Craig makes? What's the, there um, is Procreate and there is Linea Sketch. <laughs> yes, which is similar, right? Yeah, Linea. I think they're they're in the same um, in the same ballpark. But yeah, I when s- when I got when I got my yeah. iPad Pro and the pencil with it, the new one. Uh, I, I kind of went bonkers and got a whole bunch of them. There's also one called Pigment. Oh, I have all of these. Pigment's the coloring app. The coloring that. one, yeah. And no, then... like I've, 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 oh, I've been everywhere, man. Like Hank Snow says, <laughs> I, I've got, I've got, I've got a lot of these. I just want to put in, you know, and I, you know what? I still have one of these. I need to hmm, draw. 
But um, I'll try a Linnea sketch for that. But the reason I like Procreate is, um, you know, I had occasion to do more than just doodle, doodle, doodle. Let's see how this works. I needed to, uh, well, uh, tearing away the curtain a little bit here, I did some tracing. So I'm going to need layers and I need to have opacity to the layers. And then I want to be able to choose a certain kind of a pen, a pencil or, you know, inking right. uh, for, for what I'm trying to accomplish. And I I've, have not mastered any of this. But I just wanted to say, wow, I mean, just in a big way, there's so much neat drawing stuff that you can do, even if you can't draw. Yeah. You know, if, if you needed to, for example, like uh, trace Betty Page for some reason. Yeah. Like you got to trace Betty Page, you're going to want to be able to have the hair, you know, distinct uh, from the eyebrows, which is a kind of hair. But still, you want to be able <laughs> to use your pencil for that and have layers and you want to de- desaturate the back layer where she's holding the whip. So that can be, you know, uh, you know, 40% opacity if you're doing a trace. Right. So um, I wanted to put a word out. Now, I really want to try Linnea sketch for this for comparisons, but um, there's also some pretty good support and tutorials for Procreate um, that I've been utilizing. Um, it's re- it's basically like Photoshop in a lot of ways. I haven't used Photoshop in years. Um, I use, my needs are so modest that I, I um, which this is kind of damning with faint praise, but I really like Acorn, Gus's Acorn app. I oh, use, yeah. I use that on the desktop. All the Roderick on the line uh, art, I do that <laughs> art. <laughs> I grab a picture, well, I use that. Well, you're doing halftone effect and you do other yeah, things on there. I do a halftone effect. I make a bend day. They call it a bend day. A bend day. Dots. Bende. <laughs> Bende. Ben, is that the is that the term? Bende. But Bende. Kirby. Kirby. Kirby spots. Ooh, Captain Marvel appeared overnight. Happy about that. My pre-purchase of that. Speaking of Kirby dots. Oh, cool. That was a great, yes. great film. I won't hear a word against it. I'm tired of hearing words against it. It makes me sad. I thought it was very good. Uh, save it. You know what I'm saying? Save it, people. Save it. Put your sorrows in a sack. Uh, so anyway, I just wanted to mention that. Boy, that was rambling, but, uh, boy, drawing sure is fun. Uh, I've, I've got the pencil, you know, for the iPad and, uh, it really is a, a joy to do. I did, given that I woke up so early this morning, I did my tracing on my Betty Doing page. Doing some, some Betty Page woke sketches. Up, yeah. I woke up super early and, uh. And, did you, you know, feel woke, nauseous at that time? Not yet. No, no. It was after I'd done drop off and everything. Mm. Let me send you, I'll send you my Betty Page. Let's see. It's, I mean, it's very, uh. Unfortunately, the Betty Page one I did, so the challenge was you can't share this with people because it's not until after tomorrow, but you got to, you got to do a web comic. You got to do a, uh, a diary comic. Oh. So I just sent you that. Oh, there it comes. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You like that? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. reading it. <laughs> yeah. I illustrate all my anxieties. I like all that. my anxieties. I, I, wish. I won't say anything about it, but I like it's that. 1995, Dan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. Kind of, the kind of car that my, my landlord in college uh, drove, I still get scared when I see that car. Can you believe that? The, the anxiety human mind, just, man. The, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, and oddly enough, you know, uh, maybe that's what made me think of Hank Snow. Hank Snow did the most famous version of the title of my webcomic, which is Tangled Mind. I got a tangled mind. I got a broken heart. I can do the whole thing if you want. Okay. So sketching is fun. That's Betty Page. Um, 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 what else? That's it for my immediate recommendations. Uh, do you have anything in your neck of the woods that you're you're watching and consuming? Anything you're excited about? I'm excited about the Deadwood. Uh, still, we were talking about this last oh, week, yeah. but I'm still. They they actually showed a a more of a preview, which I did not want to see, nope. nor could I skip through it? But mm-hmm. uh, they showed one of those before Chernobyl 
And it was almost like, I, di- I, I haven't heard anything about it. I have intentionally tried to avoid it. I don't want to know if, uh, if Mrs. Mm-hmm. Garrett is in it or not. I don't want to know if Hearst is in it. And now I know all of those things. So yeah. that sucked, but that's fine. Whatever they want to do to me, I'll let them do it to I me. Actually, I was FMB on this. I was full media blackout on this, but I ended ah. up seeing the trailer. And um, <laughs> of course, my first thought, um, my, my lady friend and I were both like, wow, Everybody got older. Yeah. Not well, that surprising. But, but if you he, look at Tim, him, man, he's got some miles on those tires. Yeah, he does. But if you look at like Timothy Oliphant, Oliphant. you will see that he's been in some other TV show about mm-hmm. uh, with uh, Drew Barrymore, right? He's a still a healthy, young looking guy. They made oh, him look he's... very old in this. So how oh, much of, you think that was, you think they aged him up a little bit? No, I know they aged him up because oh, if you look at these photos of him at like the comic con with Drew Barrymore on oh, stage, I, I've seen him on talk shows and stuff. He is ridiculous. He's like John Hamm level. Like what? Wow. Yeah. Like he, he's a it, it, good looking guy and funny as crap. He's yeah. So funny. Yeah. And so when you see him in that and in this, they make him look like he's geriatric. So mm-hmm. yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking I've always wondered about that. that, Dan. I mean, like, for example, like I've always wondered as a man who's not very attractive, I've always, I've always wondered, like when you put somebody in what they, what they used to call a fat suit. And you, I wonder if that's a way of saying, oh, you need to look big. So we're going to put you in this. Like, I always yeah. wonder if that's a way to save the actor's ego. But in the case of Timothy Oliphant, I'd eat him off a cracker. He's yeah. a handsome man. <laughs> I like any name that sounds like a slightly wrong spelling of a real world word. Yeah, yeah, sure. Elephant, elephant. It's one. It's lovely. My daughter has a name like that, and uh, she she had uh, an elephant on her wall. Okay, I'm gonna send you. I'm putting this in show notes. Okay, uh, proviso. I don't love every episode of this podcast. It depends heavily on the chemistry with the guest. Mm. But uh, the Conan O'Brien has a uh, podcasty Mick podcast on Earwolf called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and. it's not always terrific, but his interview with Timothy Oliphant, which is in show notes, is so good. It's really, really... See, like the one with Bob Newhart, I felt like they didn't have the chemistry. Bob Newhart is one of the funniest human beings that's mm-hmm. ever existed. Um, but I didn't love that one as much. But like the Timothy Oliphant one, if you want to catch up with Tim, boy, it's good. He was on... Um, what was it he was on? I want to say The Office. He was... Uh, he, he was? Had a run. He had a run on some show that we've binged in the last month or two. I want to not, not, not wait the not was it the office or was no it? he was not. I, I I'm going to go on record and say he was not on the office. Timothy Oliphant guest. While you look it up, let me tell the listeners about Luna Display. Luna, oh, look. that's right here in my everyday carry. Give me some Luna. Put it in my I, veins. I love the Luna Display. It is the only hardware solution that turns your iPad into a wireless display for your Mac or mm. Macintosh. Finally, you can use this. But here's the thing: first of all, you have your iPad sitting there, and you you say, "I I could use some more screen real estate, couldn't you?" Sure, you could. So you put your iPad up next to your your screen, and now you've got a second screen. You can drag your Windows from your main Mac and right onto this, just like it was a second screen plugged into your Mac. Pretty cool, right? But it gets better than that because now you can grab your iPad and take it with you. You can take it into another room. You can take it anywhere you want to go with this thing. And you will now have beautiful, stunning desktop, beautiful image quality, virtually zero lag, 
You could be at the coffee shop. You could be at a co-working space. You could be on your airplane. You could be wherever you want to go. You now can bring your workspace with you anywhere that you go. It works over existing Wi-Fi. It also will work over USB if you don't have Wi-Fi. And it turns your iPad into a complete extension of your Mac. And here's the best part. We all know that you touch the screen of the iPad to do stuff. You can do that with anything that's showing up from your Mac's desktop now on your iPad screen. So you are controlling your Mac using touch if you want to. You can use your finger. Guess what? You can use the Apple Pencil as well. It responds to all the touch stuff that you want to do. It's like having a a touch Mac, essentially. And it also lets you plug in a keyboard and, uh, and, 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 and then you can type. So now you have a Mac that is a touchable device wherever you go. It's genius. And this is all accomplished with this little, I guess we have to call it a dongle. It's like a little thumb, little thing that plugs oh, into your Mac. Oh, it's smaller than that. I don't want to interrupt yeah. you. I'll let you finish. But like, it's smaller than what you think of as a dongle. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a little, uh, well, how big is this thing? It's tight. I feel like it's like, I've got it right here in this everyday carry bag. I feel like it's like maybe the size of you exclude the part that, that goes into your computer. It's like the size of a pencil eraser. Yeah. And yeah. so you can, you can get one of these. Uh, and get a 10% discount. It looks like a pencil eraser. It does, yeah. Do you remember uh, those? You remember yes. the ones that yeah, the like little, a little, look like a little house? Yeah, they were sort of not not like pyramid, but uh, uh, they're pink and they, they would fit over. Now, why were people putting these over the end of their eraser, of, of their sometimes existing you, pencil? You know, that's, why, that's why they put erasers on pencils. A person makes a mistake. And sometimes you make enough mistakes, you got to put a little house on your pencil. It's yeah, like because the Lego version of that, and it's beautiful and sweet. It's right here. But do you think that people were putting them over the existing pencil eraser because it was better, or were they waiting until they had used up or chewed oh, off the existing pencil That's a really good question. Eraser. I think the, the, the uh, on-label use is to keep you from feeling the worst feeling in the world. Yes, I know. Worst, I know it. I know where you you're know going. the feeling I'm about to say? I know what you're doing. Say it. Oh, I can't even think of it. Ugh. Okay, so erase, erase, erase. Nice feeling. Hey, I just fixed my thing. Erase, 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 erase. Uh-oh. Your eraser gets a little low. You uh-huh. start getting careful. Your eraser gets too low and you scratch the paper with, paper with the sharp metal <sighs> edge of the eraser the holder. Did you ever... <laughs> Take the pencil when it was down that low for the eraser and you want to, you want to get that last mile out of the eraser and you could use your teeth because back in the seventies and early eighties, we used our teeth for things. We have fluoride in the water. Yeah. And yeah, who cares? You could do whatever you wanted. And you need a reason. You would peel down the, the top little edge of the metal piece that was holding the eraser on and then you'd rotate the pencil while holding that piece of strip of metal in your between your front teeth and rotate the pencil and it would rip the metal Ooh. down about you know oh, a couple millimeters you're like a hobo getting the last beans out yeah, of the can yeah 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 <laughs> yeah that's oh but you're not going to face that uh with the luna display no no which Boy, is it luna is there a call to action for this dan l u n a luna display.com you will get 10 percent off your your luna display if you use the promo code back to work no spaces so yeah. luna display.com promo code is back to work and you'll get 10 percent off i highly recommend this thing i love this thing and it's, it's also in my everyday right carry too mm-hmm. so thanks very much to luna display for making this show possible merlin xavier man danny cordray thanks luna uh, breaking news. Uh, Danny Cordray, a character in two episodes of The Office, played by no. Timothy Oliphanty. 
Not true. Danny Cordray, he was uh, never a traveling on salesman show. for Osprey Paper, moved to Dunder Mifflin Scranton after being confronted by Michael in the Sting. He's the best salesman in the Scranton Wilkes Bar okay, area. Hold on. Hmm. Timothy Oliphant. You think this is one of those like uh, the this movie is, about I'm looking Sinbad, it up everybody? on Snopes, a Berenstain Bears situation. You know First that? of all, I'm looking, yeah, 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 it's a, um, look, look at that. that guy, look how handsome that guy is. He was on the damn show. Well, oh. this is, this is a fabrication. This is what I you know. would call a construct. He's a prime cut of beef. Osprey paper. Osprey paper. Oh, season seven. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's why. Okay. Yeah. We, um, yeah, yeah, no, no, I feel you. We went through that with, um, an astonishing quick run through 30 Rock. And I ain't going to tell you how much 30 Rock we've been watching, but a bunch. And season six is just a big toilet. And then season seven, it kind of comes back. Season seven, not toilet. It's not a toilet. It's a bidet. It's helpful, but Japanese. It's not very good, season six of, uh, of 30 Rock. But boy, most of it's real good. TV can be good, Dan. Do people know this? What a great time. I still have 30 Rock on my list. Oh, it's it's pretty good. I um, I'm the only I'm person interested. I know that I haven't that hasn't seen it. Um, it's good. I I love the whole Mike Sure, you know, universe. They make the microphones, right? Oh, that was good. <gasps> <laughs> you took it and you turned it. You just yeah. made a double pun that didn't suck. That's amazing. <laughs> well, it didn't suck much. You put a bun on a pun. All right, everyday carry. Dan, where do people find show notes for episode Diggity 428 of your Back to Work program? Where do they find that? They go to 5x5.tv slash B as in Broadway, 2 as in Mm. the number, W as in Windows, slash, and whatever number you just said. Yeah. Okay. 428? 428. Sure. We got a a letter, as Roderick likes to say. We got a letter from listener Chris. (laughs) Yeah. This is one of those things that um, it seems to come back. It's one of those like, do you wash your legs kind of things that comes back every once in a while and everybody gets all like, <laughs> okay, let's talk about it. you wash your legs. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's super interesting. Do you have a strong feeling about hot dogs or these sandwiches? I like that. What this new character you come a burrito, up with. A sandwich? What's a sandwich? What's a sandwich? I have strong feelings about this. Um, diga, diga. Uh, listener Chris would like us to talk about EDC, uh, <laughs> our everyday carry. Uh, and you know, this is a meme where you carry like five knives and uh, a clip for your money. And then people take photos and they know, they know their crap, mm. but it, it is kind of an interesting question. Mine is not going to be super interesting, but you know, I, I thought I would love to hear what you have to say. I'd love to k- share the things I have to say because, um, uh, I'm not a minimalist, like I'm, I'm a person, but like I try not to carry too much stuff around, but the stuff I do, like I'm very tactical about. Dan, could you talk to us about your EDC or as they say, everyday carry? What a yeah, horrible you know, term. What a horrible it, term. That sounds like a guy who acts like he used to be in the military. What's your everyday carry? Where'd you serve? Yeah, it sounds, I think- So they, you're stealing valor. You're stealing valor is what you're doing. Well, they do that. I think they do that because they want- they want to make it sound like it's a thing, like it's a thing that you can do and you can participate in and be, be a yeah. part of in a big way and like represent and show up and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's very, and it's very, it's very memeable. It's very, it's not like asking somebody like, you know, do you like 1% or 2% milk? 
Like this one really has legs because you can show your keys and stuff. Well, don't show I, them too much because people zoom in. They zoom in and they got your key. I'm you know always curious because it's it's on the one hand, if you were to say, are you interested in what Brad Pitt takes around with him every day? A lot of you would say, no, of course not. But I'm going to Google it as soon as I'm by myself, you know, because like uh-huh. it, it, it's almost like there's a little bit of voyeurism or something of like, what watch well, would like they wear? Right. I've never seen the television show Cribs. But like, that's where you go and you look at a celebrity's house. People are interested in these things. People are interested in these. And so one of the, I guess one of the, the, the things is that, 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 that's fascinating about this is it's almost like you, you feel like you can get a window into how someone else's mind works. Like, mm-hmm. like I want to know what pen you're using and what notebook you're using, because maybe yeah, yeah, if yeah. I get the I, same I, I pen that I do end up finding, I want to know what Mar- everything Marco buys. Cause then eventually it'll be something that I buy. <laughs> right, right. Cause so, he cares and he tries and then he just sends stuff back until he gets the one pair of headphones he almost likes. That's right. <laughs> so in a way, yes, I would say that this is the kind of thing is interesting to me, but I often look at the stuff that I take around with me and I say, well, that's not really that interesting. Who, who cares about that? Does yeah, anyone really so want to so know? They want to yeah. know? They want to know. Like, they they want to know. know. Listener, I want to say Chris, he wants to know. Well, I do want to know what you take around. I'll tell you why. And, and mm-hmm. this is a little, a little uh, a side story. Okay. One of the times, not, not the first time that we met, I think it was maybe the second or third time that I was in San Francisco, probably for WWDC. We were going to be recording an episode of this very program in the Macworld offices in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And you were there. Well, it was hot. It was real hot in there. You remember that? Uncomfortable. But they so liked it that way because they wanted the people to, to quit. So they were making it really hot. Oh, it's like, it's like, it's like Amazon, uh, you know, yes. but for shareware. Yeah, that's right. Cause they wanted to replace people with robots. <laughs> robots and, don't complain and, about the, and by the, the way, they did. No they did, they but did, but th- so we, we were there and I was meeting you <laughs> and you were waiting off down an alley and mm. you were leaning up against a wall sitting in, in the alley. I was probably trying to turn a trick. I don't know what you were doing, but you were yeah, down there. Did I look tough? You looked you looked like you lived there in the in, alley, in the alley mm-hmm. uh, from afar. I didn't have, you know, the right glasses on. Well, don't but, get too close. Cause, but then you, <laughs> you came up, you came up and as you were walking up, I realized it was you and you had on a massive backpack and you, you, I said, I, I, what have you got in there? And you said, Oh, Dan, do we have time for this? I said, yes. And you, you showed me how, you were prepared literally for everything. You had different layers. You had different layers that you could swap in and out. And, and you had notebooks, you had your tuxedo, you had pens. Yeah. You Uh had a tuxedo on under your hoodie in case you wanted to go to to an event. Yes. And, uh, you had so many different things that I was, I, I, all joking aside, I was impressed because Hmm. I, I had come to appreciate in the short time I spent in the city, uh, just how varied the temperature can be oh, from sure. morning to evening and, and how you really do need all this different stuff. Well, and so, like, as a, something I've, I've tried to explain to my daughter is like, uh, you know, sometimes your bus just isn't there. You're just not going to get a bus. Like what right. do you do now? Right. And then what, what if there's, what if it rains or there's a change in temperature? Like, you know, we have to prepare for the contingencies in life and wear the appropriate shoes. This is ape law. Like this is what you've got to do. And like, yeah. And so this is a big backpack town. Do you think my big, 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 do you 
think my backpack is comically large. I, I feel like it's not large, but other people, all my friends wear these dainty, like, you know, like share from Clueless size backpacks and somehow fit the <laughs> tiny computer in it. I don't understand. <laughs> Let, I wouldn't say that it was too big. I think it was the right size for the amount of stuff that you had with you. It's an appropriatist uh, backpack. Now I go for something smaller than that, but oh, I'm like, also like a synapse. You like a synapse, I bet. Well, I do like the Synapse, which is a, a bag by Tom Bin, and I'm I'm a huge, huge, huge fan of Tom you Bin. You can't kill them. It's like wearing a Honda Accord. You yes. can't kill this backpack. Yes. Is that what you're using these days? Honda Accord? No. We've got, we got a VW Jetta wagon. <laughs> no. I'd like to not the have a Tom car. The Tom Bin Synapse bag. No, come on. I love that one. You can't. That's a wine mom bag. I've got the uh, Tom Bin. Oh, boy. Set yourselves. <clears throat> Tom Ben Brain Bag. The Brain Bag? Tom Ben Brain Bag. Brain Bag. Tom Ben Brain Bag. Bag. It's in notes. It's already in notes. Already there. I need to put... See, I'm actually using... Because of this new setup here that I'm not talking about. Um, mm. I have a, a different computer in here. And I have not yet set up the shortcuts that allow me to add things while we're recording to the list. I will do that soon. Don't you have um, the bookmarklet? You made a bookmarklet. I know. I just haven't added it because this machine is new. It's a, it's a, oh, you like to it's run a, stock. It's a Microsoft Surface Pro mm. running, Ooh. running <gasps> Ubuntu 19.04. <laughs> so. Does that have a funny name like Android? Uh, it is, it is a Linux distribution. Like, is it like toxic tortellini or something like that? Does it have a cute name? My computer? Van- vanilla vagina. Oh, like, what is the... Cute, like, funny yes, names for all of them? yes, yes. Hold on. Ubuntu 19... Paprika potato chips is coming out. A lollipop lesbian. Like, yeah, it's, they, they all have, like, dumb names? They do have dumb names. Let's see. Yeah. Um, yes, and this one's getting really bad. So, for Trusty Ubuntu. was version 14. Mm. I don't think there was a 15. Then they went into 16. That was Xenial, Xenial or Xenial Xeris. Then 18 <laughs> was Bionic Beaver... Excuse me. I know. Eighteen point ten was rebuild him. Was Bigger, cosmic cuttlefish industrious, sir? And then the okay. latest one is Disco Dingo. Oh, kill me with fire! But I'm using it anyway. Is this Ubuntu? Ubuntu. Ubuntu backpack Ubuntu. brain bag. Okay, I'm looking at your pictures of the brain bag here. I like this one. I think I may have had this one at one point. I I imprinted on this backpack at a time when I had need of, (laughs) no, it was like a Conrad Lawrence duck, la la la. I I imprinted upon the bring bag at a time when I had occasion to carry uh, probably a 15 inch MacBook Pro. Right. And um, so, I mean, it wasn't like my 17 inch. That was a very large computer. Um, But uh, yeah, no, I got got this and then uh, I got, you know, I don't want to go too far on the backpack porn. There's so much of that already, but I, I like this one. I had one of these that I had for probably 10 years that was still in like pretty great condition apart from some slight unraveling of thread around the zippers, but still utterly functional. And like having been all the places this bag had been, uh, it looked exceptionally good. It, it was faded from sun and I don't go outside. So that tells you how much that wow. bag. Yeah. So, but uh, you know, surprise turns out for Christmas a few years ago, I got a new one for my family because they knew they knew what I liked and they got me a new nice one. Um, so that's what I have and that's what I carry stuff in. And the stuff that I carry in my pockets is like very modest. I like mm-hmm. to have, an, I mean, I, I wear the same 501s every day, literally. Um, so, but I don't want a bunch of pocket stuff. And so that's why I've tried to deploy my everyday carry 
into uh, into into the bag. Is what I do. I, I like that. Tell me, tell me, tell me again. What backpack you? So you're running, you're 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 running uh, the courageous kraken on your <laughs> Ubuntu. What what is the uh, what is the backpack that you like these days? You know, th- there are two, and this is this is where things get really weird for me because I really, really, really like the Tom Bin bags. I think they make the best backpacks out it's there. It's an investment, but boy, you can trick it out to be how you want with the stuff that you want. And if you plan and like, it's an investment. This ain't gonna be like some East Packer Jansport. A person like me would take to college in 1986. Like this is a bag for life. Oh yeah, it is. It really mm-hmm. is. And it's, it's well worth the money that you spend on it. And you can also customize it. If you order so it much. directly from them, there's all these different like uh, patterns that you can have for the exterior of it. Then you can change the interior. You can add different sizes of like compartments inside. One of the things that they do that I really like uh, that I, I don't know if they're the only one doing this, but I feel like this is one of their innovations. If, if you get one of their backpacks or laptop bags, mm-hmm. they actually have like, for lack of a better term, I would call it like a floating compartment for your laptop. So the, the sleeve that, that your laptop fits into inside the bag yeah. is this sort of padded That's sleeve. That's what I have. I don't see it on here, but what I've got is a big padded bag with a Velcro flippy on the top uh-huh. that will accommodate a very large um, um Laptop, but it also, if you're not carrying a laptop, it can be great for like a folder of documents, oh, yeah. anything like a magazine you don't want to get screwed up when you're getting on the plane. It's really perfect for protecting stuff like that. It is. They, I think they call that the cache, C-A-C-H-E, I think, okay. but they make them in all different sizes going from an iPad mini all the way up to, you know, 15 inch MacBook Pro and, and maybe even bigger. Uh, so, so depending on the size of the laptop that you have, you can get one that exactly fits your laptop or device. And then the way that they work is inside of, they're removable, like everything with Tom Ben, you can customize it, but they're yeah. removable. And then it's sort of holding it suspended so that it, if you were to set the bag down, it's not going to be hitting the ground. It's like above the the bottom layer, even though there's padding mm-hmm. under it, separate compartment for which your will charger. Save, which will save your butt at some point when it slides off of something and hits the floor. If yes. For sure will. Yes. And so that, that I like the Synapse 25. I think they may have made a bigger one or a smaller one, but that's the one that, that I really like. But I know that they have made a smaller one because my son has one that's smaller so I would need to look that up. But anyway, that's that's the one I really like. I have an uh, a second option, though, for people. Mm-hmm. And I got this one when I was visiting Denver, Colorado. And I realized along the way that I was going to need to have a backpack. And I had tried some experiment where I was trying to go super minimal. And I, I was like, well, I'll only need my laptop in the hotel room. I'm not going to need to take it anywhere. So I put the laptop in my carry-on bag and didn't bring a backpack and realized on the first day that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. So it, Denver is all, every other store, every other storefront. So if you p- pick any street in Denver, mm-hmm. and this is, this is a fact, any street in Denver, every second store is a Patagonia store. It's like marijuana and Patagonia. So if there's a dispensary, Patagonia. Mm-hmm. Drugstore, Patagonia. Library, oh, like Patagonia. Okay. It's yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, like, mm-hmm. a, like a checkerboard, like Vans sneakers. Like a Vans. Mm-hmm. So I went into one of the Patagonias because I, I couldn't help but go into one. And no, eventually, I mean, it's the law of large numbers. If you spend enough time in Denver, you eventually fall into a Patagonia. <laughs> That's right. And I went mm-hmm. in there and they had an 
excellent selection of backpacks. And so I bought one of them. Hmm. It is the, and I'll put this into show notes too. I'm looking, I'm looking. It is the Patagonia Atom Backpack 18L. And I'm okay. guessing that stands for 18 liters, but I, I've never mm-hmm. tried to fill it with water. So I don't no. know. Uh, but it it is a l- very, very lightweight laptop uh, laptop compatible bag. So it has a separate pocket for you to put your laptop into with a little bit of padding, but it's made out of that super lightweight material. So you really don't even know that you're wearing this backpack. And so, so the, the Synapse is not a heavy bag, but it is a bigger, more thickly built, heavier duty bag. But when I need something that's for very light duty, maybe a laptop going in it, maybe not. This is my go-to bag for that. And it's, it's a, like not quite half the price of the Synapse. So this is a very good bag also. And this is actually what I brought to work today. Wow. So there you go. And I'll, I'll add that to show notes. They have great color choices in this one and uh, and so there you go. My two bag recommendations. Welcome back to Backpack to Work. <laughs> no. Yeah, because that's kind of a thing we just did for a super long time. Every everyday backpack carry pack. There you go. Jeez Louise. This is going to be about bags, isn't it? It's going to be about bags. I guess. I guess so. You want to tell me about something you like? I would like to tell you about Squarespace. Squarespace. You can do so many things with Squarespace, but what it all comes down to is it's going to let you turn your cool idea into a new website. The website, you might want to showcase your work. You might want to publish stuff. You might want to sell products and services. You might want to promote your online business, or maybe you made an app that you want to promote. You might want to announce an upcoming event. Anything that you want to do with Squarespace, building a site, you can do it. You can use their really awesome, intuitive drag and drop tools to do it. You're not writing code here. You're not doing CSS or HTML. It's all drag and drop. Um, I know a lot of people that they their main thing that they do is they make videos and they publish them on YouTube. It's so easy because to, to do this with Squarespace. And what I mean is they don't want to send people to, a, to YouTube. They want to send them to mysite.com. So they have that set up on Squarespace. And then whenever they publish a video, they just add the video so people are going to their website and seeing it in a very nice controlled environment and something beautiful, not just on YouTube with a million other recommendations and garbage all around it, just the video, clean, nice, simple page. Again, it's just one example of what you can do with Squarespace. They, they're encouraging people to, to make it yourself, you know, to get in there and make a website on your own whether you're ready to start a new business or you have some dream or destiny is calling you, whatever the thing is that you want to do, you can do it and you don't have to get bogged down with that process. They want you to focus on the content and on doing the stuff that you're good at. So they made a special URL for us, squarespace.com slash it's your show. You go there, you sign up, get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code, it's your show, and you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain because they they sell domains too. So squarespace.com slash it's your show, promo code it's your show, 10% off your first purchase. Go try it out. I know you'll like it. Thanks, Squarespace. Buck, buck. So what is in this this bag of yours? Um, You're not going to believe what I'm about to say, but I'm going to make sure one other bag because my system is all about bags and bags and bags. Yeah. Bags and bags and bags. It's critical to my system. And this is, to me, there's all these different uh, cockamamie schemes people come up with for packing. But like if I had to find the one big pattern that works, it's bags and bags and bags. Bags in bags, in bags. Are you getting this? 
I got it. It's an internet community. The no, the bags and bags of bags is a way of like whether you're packing a suitcase or whether yeah. you're packing a backpack. Well, like what you don't want to have is a bunch of stuff rattling around. It I don't like helps. rattling. I do not like rattling. I do not well, like things well, that are loose. I don't like rattling, Dan. I don't like rattling either. And I think what you discover over time, whether it's your backpack or the way that you like to travel, is that there are there's groupings and patterns that like really work. Like, you know, if, if you've got like a whatever kind of toiletries bag, that's probably the place where your razor should go. Your razor shouldn't just be like floating around in your suitcase. Like you get that. Do you want all your pens and pencils flying all over the place? You don't have to be a nut about it, but like, you know, I, it's... So there's being the age that I am and the condition that my brain is in at this point, I try to the extent possible to arrange my life so that I could do it when I'm confused in the dark. Now, let's be honest. A lot of that's about urinating. If you're going to have a gentleman's (laughs) interval, you need a way to get there and do the business and not fall over like a, you know, a a shoe or a cat. That's no good. So you should plan your life as though you're going to be confused in the dark. And then keep stuff that way. Always plan as though vampires will chase you. You need to plan for vampires. And what that means is you are ready. And don't spread out. If you, oh, Sure, if you're ready to go on and do your TED Talk, yeah, you might as well spread out. Like, you know, have a LaCroix and put all your... No, don't, don't spread out any place where there might be vampires. Always be ready to run. So if you've got bags and bags and bags, you need to take out just what you need for this kind of work or this project or this task. You know, your mileage may vary, but I'm just saying prepare for Dracula's. So, so what I do is I have this thing, and I swear by these things. Um, the Base Camp Travel Canister by the North Face Company, which used to make a backpack that you could trust. It could save your life. You're hanging by a thread. Oh, I remember. Yeah, North Face stuff is hit or miss these days. Well, that's what John Roderick says. He went in there with leaves in his beard. Um, Base Camp Travel Canister. Now, what I, I have several of these. One of these is my primary bag in a bag with the Tom Bin backpack, brain bag. <laughs> and into this goes all of the stuff, like a little bit of cash, uh, you know, some ibuprofen, earplugs, all that kind of stuff. What else do I have? I don't have in front of me right now, but like basically anything that I want to have with, oh, my t- a, t- a tile, right? One of those Bluetooth things that lets you find lost stuff is right. in all of these bags that I have. Um, I have another one of these that I use for uh, the electronics go bag. My, uh, my lady and my daughter were out of town for a night, um, uh, Sunday night. And I was, could, I knew with confidence I could hand my wife a base camp travel canister from North Face with everything that she would need to do all of the tech stuff. Now, how big is this thing? Cause I'm looking at a picture of it, but it Look doesn't. Look dude carrying it in the fourth photo. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not a bad. Lot, a lot of tattoos. You don't, you don't have to have tattoos to own this. Um, but with that, you know, that's got an anchor. You know, USB-C and USB-A, you know, hub, mm-hmm. like a extension thing. Mm-hmm. It's got, it's got a, an Apple Watch charger. It's got lightning. It's got USB. It's got all the stuff. And I got it all wrapped up real nice in there. And I can just hand that right over. Um, I have other ones of these for like, yeah, it doesn't matter. But the point is when you say, if there's one where like you don't want the wine opener and the giant um, like multi-tool that I carry with me if we go camping or go to an Airbnb or whatever. Like, if I'm not going to fly, aha, I can put all the sharp things and really cool stuff into one of those. So I really like those. Um, they're, they're not super cheap, but they last for a real long time. And all I'm trying to say ultimately is consider bag in a bag in a bag. I love the bag in a bag in a bag concept. That's how I pack when I, whenever I go on a, on a trip and I'm packing up my carry-on bags, I would, I would never be, uh, I would never make the mistake of checking a bag. But... Hmm. 
I, for my carry-on bags, I have a very, very good packing system that involves, you know, we've talked about here on the show about the rolling techniques mm-hmm. uh, that you can use to, to roll things. But I use, I think it's um, Eagle Creek. That, Eagle that, Creek, they're that, my cubes. I'm yeah, cubed out on Eagle Creek. I've that's, got five or six of those that Those things are great. Everything. Those are yes. great. And I pack everything in the This in one's those. got shirts with sleeves. This one's got underpants. This one's got socks. And then you just, you put them all in there. You're never going to futz around with your suitcase again. That's right. Bag in a bag in a bag. That's all. That's right. That. That's all you got to have. And so I use, I use those. Now there was another one that I have in my bag at all times that I, I use. Now, if you're going with the Synapse or something like that, it has a dedicated place for you to put your power charger for your laptop. If you're taking your laptop around with you and, and I'll use that, but mm-hmm. I also found that because I now go back and forth between two bags sometimes and just in general, even at home, that it was easier to have, if you're bringing a laptop around, a bag for just just the things that I associate with having a laptop that I'm taking with me. So obviously you've got your power charger, you've got your cable, but I also will put a couple other adapters in there. I might put an ethernet adapter in there. I might put um, a USB-C Thunderbolt 3 to old school Thunderbolt adapter and a couple other things like that. And I also keep the little Luna display um, uh, gizmo in there and all the other little things. I find it's much easier, much like you have your uh, travel canister. It's much easier to have these things contained so mm-hmm. that you can you can say, oh, you know what? I'm going here. Just grab that. And you know, everything related to it is in there. So I have one that's just stuff right. I and need. And always with the honor laptop. that system, though. Uh, this is something we oh, talked about. Oh, you've got to. You've got yeah, to. yeah. Don't don't go and cannibalize a lightning cable out of there because you're breaking the system. If you, I'm not saying you need to have like five sets of these, but like whatever is in your dedicated, this is for this purpose thing. Like, be very circumspect about breaking into it for like day to day stuff. Absolutely. And, and so what I use for that is the TomTalk, TomTalk laptop accessories, pouch bag, sleeve, fit for laptop, tablet, power adapter, charger, mouse, cable, hard drives, pen case, pencil pouch, travel, toiletry, organizing, shaving, dop kit, cosmetic bag. Uh, But unfortunately, the one that I got seems to have been replaced or discontinued and replaced by the uh, the TomTalk portable canvas storage pouch bag case mm-hmm. accessories organizer compatible with laptop mouse power adapter cable cell phone SSD HDD enclosure power bank. Okay, that, okay, all right. So yeah. I cannot tell you if this is as good. I might even defer Merlin to to your um, North Face uh, base uh, camp base travel, camp travel canister canister, yeah. but. I don't know. And the thing that I got is like 12 bucks and it's not as big. It doesn't have the hanging hook on it. It doesn't have the inner pouches and waterproof sections and stuff. So I'm not, I'm not going to say to people one is better than the other. I will say the one I got was 12 bucks. That's a, that's a better deal. These are, these are costly and not always super easy to get. Um, so we are not actually talking about the things we carry. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about what's in a bag in a bag. Can I do one more bag in a bag in a bag? Yeah. Did you want to tell me about something you like? Whatever you, why don't you tell me bag and bag and bag, and then I'll tell you about the last thing. Okay. This is from the Eagle Creek family. I don't know the name of this thing. It's probably look upable, but, um, it's an Eagle Creek travel bag, but it's basically like a little mesh bag. It looks like it's, I'm going to say maybe like eight or so inches across, maybe Mm -hmm. six inches high. Mm -hmm. It's a little zippered 
meshy bag. And that is my bag in a bag in a bag in which I carry lots of my little like, oh, I just might need this things. Right. And <laughs> I, I heavily underutilize all the various loops and hooks and carabiners of the modern backpack. I think a lot of them are there as some kind of a, like a, like a canary trap. I think they're to see if you're a dingus. Like if you try to use all those loops, I don't know what they're for. But there is a hook in the big central s- section, a, a claspy thing, in the Tom Brain Bag backpack that allows for clipping this thing on or whatever you want on. And in this tiny bag, I carry USB-C headphone jack adapter in case I need that. Uh, I don't need this one so much anymore, but I've got the little um, lightning adapter for charging an Apple Pencil. I've got this ridiculous little thing called a Wallet Ninja. Wallet Ninja. Yeah, I mean, it's really dumb. And I haven't used it much, but it's one of those, like, it's the size of a credit card and does 60 things or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool. I mean, if you need a hex wrench, that's nice to have. There it is. I have in here uh, an extra set of uh, earphones. What I'll sometimes do, yes, I'm that guy. I have two sets of AirPods. I have the new ones that are nice and the old ones that are almost dead. But if I am going to be walking around, this is a good place to put a, a spare pair of those. Like, what am I going to do? Throw them away? Sell them? Like, who's going to buy my AirPods? No one wants um, that. But I do, I do believe in having little tiny portable headphones. And most of us have tons of the ones that have come with devices in the past. Mm-hmm. And I do have my last thing. And this is my um, Luna display in there. Hmm. My little Luna display dingus. Now that hangs in there and I can get to it if I need it. Wallet Ninja. Mm-hmm. Wallet, Wallet Ninja. Ninja. Well, at Ninja, if I got to do a hex, I could do a hex. Yeah. And then, and then what? You should tell me about something you like, and then maybe we could talk about the things we put in our actually, actual human pockets. All right. All right. I'll tell you about the twist. 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 Do it. Do your song. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> in Bedrock. Yeah. Twist. Twist. Okay. So imagine. Well, there's a town I know <laughs> where the kids are hip called Bedrock. See, they could run with that. They could get that and use you it. You know, Hanna-Barbera is not the monster uh, mega corporation they used to be. You no, know, a lot of shows have like licensed their sounds. You know, you listen to Teen Titans Go and you're going to hear a ticket, ticket, ticket. You're going to hear walking around on tippy toes. Really? I think those sounds are just public domain now. That's all I'm going to say. So good. So tell me, tell me about Twist. What's up with that? Okay. Imagine your team of coworkers. You probably have tens, if not hundreds of important conversations that are happening a lot of the time all at once. And so of course the problem is how do you keep this organized? Important information can get lost. It's easy for discussions to get diverted, especially in, you know, apps like Slack, for example, which we all love to use. Uh, But there are now other solutions that you can do to help keep things uh, organized. There's over 100,000 teams are using Twist, which is a new team communication app from Doist. This is the company behind Todoist, which is an app that a lot of people really love. Same team, new app. This replaces 100% of internal email and group chat. It gives teams one single organized hub to discuss their ideas and discussions get organized by topics into threads, which gives teams the freedom to focus on work without feeling stressed that they're going to miss out on something important. It's asynchronous communication at its best, which is wonderful because it means it doesn't interrupt people. It doesn't take them away from what they're doing, but yet they don't have to worry that they miss that important thing. And so teams who are listening to this podcast can get a hundred bucks in twist unlimited credits 
when they sign up for a new account and the URL to go to is twist.com slash five by five. Again, twist.com slash five by five. That's the place to go. Go check it out and you'll get your hundred bucks in uh, Twist Unlimited credits. And we appreciate the support for this show. Thanks very much, Twist. Twist.com slash five by five. Thanks, Twist. Buck, buck. <coughs> Studio Neat Tote Book is out. Oh, hold on. An important email just came in. Hi, Dan. This is sent to Dan, the Dan feedback, but it's about back to work. Subject line, back to work podcast. Hi, Dan. It's lovely to meet you. Hmm. I'm getting in touch on behalf of company name redacted, a provider of global managed network solutions. The team is eager to get involved with the back to work podcast. Oh my God, this is, the, this is the call we've been waiting for. Is there any room to take part in an episode, perhaps discussing SD-WAN or cloud acceleration technologies? Oh Please my let me God. know your thoughts and I hope to hear from you soon. Thanks, Georgia. Oh my God. Well, you can respond to Georgia quickly because SD-WAN is, is a thing that we've you, been... I mean, can you believe that we have done 400, 500, whatever episodes yes. without talking about SD-WAN or cloud acceleration technologies? We just got called up to the bigs. This you know is like a door this is has it. This opened. Is the call. A door has opened for us. Mm. Georgia. Blue sky. Blue sky solutioneering. There are still 10 RBMK reactor class um, power plants. In operation currently in today, operation. but supposedly they say that they have fixed some of the like uh, positive void coefficient the issues. Five, and the AZ5. I, yeah, I don't think that, that that's a problem anymore. They've figured that out. But they apparently, no. the, you know, the reason that they didn't have uh, a containment structure around the reactor apparently is, and I didn't know this, but apparently it's very, very difficult to construct one of those. And in fact, hmm. for a long time, the U.S. And, uh, and Japan were the only countries that could even produce this kind of containment structure. And apparently now oh, the company that, that we were the big company in America that was producing them doesn't even do it anymore. Only Japan is making these things. What, now. what about so, egg cups? Are we making egg cups still? <laughs> well, that was upsetting, wasn't it? Well, wasn't that upsetting? Everything that happened like in that camp. It's homemade, a homemade solution to protect your gonads while you're yeah, out you killing like a jerk dogs. When you drop your pants to put your egg cup on. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Over your pants. Ah, all you can drink. Rubles. It's free. God, I want to watch it all over. It's like Patriot. I just want to watch it over and over and over and just be upset by it again. Yeah. I try. I was trying, I was um, telling Roderick, like there's maybe not many things that have been made that are more in your wheelhouse. Yeah, and he won't watch it. <laughs> well, I, really? I told him the same thing. I'm like, you got to watch this, dude. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm like dude, oh my God. it's great. It's like, like, I'm trying to think, like, what could be more if, like, unless Nothing. it had, like, a Jewess in combat boots. I don't know what else would be more up his alley. <laughs> Nothing. Then, then, then it's like, imagine Doss Boot. I know. Like, imagine, like, the, the scariest, like, paranoid submarine movie you can imagine, except it's about the Cold War. I know. <laughs> and Atomic, and, like, oh, my God. It's, it's all good. John, it's... someone made a show for you. Yeah. It's a mitzvah. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, RBMK reactor class. I'll put it in show notes. Uh, what I carry, Dan, what I want, what, what I carry is, is so dumb and simple. I mean, it's really boring. I got my, I got my, uh, I got my iPhone. I don't even carry, like I put a thing in show notes that I'll carry when I need a thing. I have, 
away Uber. Boy, I hate that we don't get that word anymore. Um, I carry a leather man. There's a leather man. Yeah, I have a leather man too in mine. Well, mine's a little tricked out. I learned about it from a friend in Slack, and I got this super fancy leather man <laughs> that is like a really, really nice leather man. And if that, it's, but it's heavy, like all leather men, like a bear. They, they just it. came out with a new one that employs magnets to make that's it. That's what I. That's what I. One have. hand. You have the new one. It's in the notes. Look at the notes. Oh my god! Fine. It's the free. It's a, okay. So what I'm looking at here is a leather man. Is leather. <laughs> <laughs> is Leatherman free P4 multi-tool with magnetic lock, magnetic locking one-hand accessible tools and premium nylon sheath and pocket clip Leatherman. <clears throat> free P4. Look at that thing. I'm, I'm going in there now. You pull it till it goes click. <laughs> God. It's really cool. You get one-handed access. Yes, you know that's I mean. the one that I'm talking about right there. It's costly, but it's nice. No, yeah. but you have to, you have, again, a Leatherman is one of these. I have no problem. It's got replaceable wire strippers. Spending money on mm -hmm. something that will last for a very, very long time, especially something that will that will do more than one job. That and will obviously, save your butt. Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about like survival. I'm not talking about like being a weird prepper. But I mean, in terms of like, if you need to go somewhere, like again, think of the like going camping or the Airbnb situation. Like this solves like it's be nice to have a wine opener. But apart from that, like you can this will do a lot of stuff. And it goes click. <laughs> we got to wrap this up. So I, I carry a small wallet. So I think it's called a taxi wallet. It's a very small wallet. I'm not a big fan of the like, you know, I think you are a super minimalist on the wallet stuff. I got one of those in my back left. In my front, I've got a, an iPhone XS with a battery pack dingus. I've got a, um, I've got the, the latest version of the AirPods. And then, mm -hmm. I, you know what? I'm not using my back right for anything these days. Uh, I used to carry index cards, but to be honest, I mostly use text editors now. Yeah. If I'm going out somewhere and I know I'm going to be out and about, I for shizzle, grab me some index cards and a pen. Um, but that, that's, that's so boring. It's not like those cool photos where people have their Submariner watch and five knives and stuff like that, like a true EDC, right. well-knolled photo. Tell, tell me about what you wallet with, because I feel like I remember you being a very small wallet man. Yeah, I do. Right now, that was not a slur. I did not mean that as a slur. <laughs> I didn't, didn't take it that way. I have so much respect for your people and what you've been through. Oh, God. Just on a no, on a, like a tribal <laughs> basis, like people from the Orlando area. I mean, that's what you're talking about as Orlando weird, people. Man. Don't make it weird. No, I I have the wallet that I think that I have now is from. I have two that are very similar and the one that I've really been enjoying now, there's one that I got from Tanner Goods, which I got when I was in Portland and it is a leather, because I like leather. Mm -hmm. Everybody likes leather. Because it lasts- That's how you become a leather man. It lasts so long. It smells and good too. It does smell good, but this is the thing that, that I cannot say this about any other material that I've tried- and I think this is well known, but not often discussed or thought about. And that is leather. The more you use it, the better it gets. So if you have a really good leather jacket, maybe like your big brother, your dad's leather jacket or something like that, it's just mm -hmm. going to, it's going to break in. It's going to be super comfortable. It's going to be wonderful. You can't, you don't get that with a lot of other things that, that you get. And so again, with my goal being to get something that's going to last a very long time, these kinds of wallets are are really really nice because when you get them they might be a little uh they might be a little firm and over time they break in and they're wonderful 
I don't often carry cash with me. When I do need to carry cash, I will use a little like money clip type thing and keep that in one pocket. And then in my other pocket, I will keep this small sort of minimalist wallet. There's also another one that I got from, um, actually I think coach makes a really good one, but that, that they're a bit pricey. Uh, but basically it has two or three places for credit cards on each side. So I think you can carry a total of like four and then there's a little Mm -hmm. slot in the middle where you can put something like an insurance card or a driver's license or something like that. So, you know, for me, I have like a business credit card and a personal credit card. I've got a, a driver's license and I've got like, you know, like a insurance card and that's it. And that's all that I need to keep around with me. If I'm going to need cash, I mean, I might keep a little cash in, in the glove box in the vehicle. You gotta have cash, man. You gotta, like, I would, I would say like, okay, you sound like one of those millenniums that doesn't like to have cash, which I is I always fine. keep, I always keep cash on me. But my, my wife drives me up a goddamn tree with, with how little, like she like makes sure she has cash. And I'm like a dad, like always like shoving a 20 in her hands because I'm like, please have cash on hand. Cause that's mm-hmm. still, at least here, that's still a thing. Yeah. Or you go somewhere, maybe like for me, I get really rando we're talking about white wines like we're on apple watch for whatever reason it doesn't want to work and it's like it's being bulky and i feel like a feel like a turd um what i would say is if you get a bag in a bag in a bag one thing to do and i'll tell you this is going to go further this is a bag in a bag in a bag in a bag you get some of those uh these things these like these little pill bags that i like Mm -hmm. fold up say at least 100 dollar bill at least five $20 bills. Make a small little pack. You can push the air out of it, make it real tiny, stick that in your bag in a bag in a bag. And, and, and now you, you've, got, you've got money with you if you need it. I, l- I you really love You have to carry that. it in a wallet, but you're probably going to have your backpack anyway. Yeah, you will. And the nice thing about having your wallet separate from your cash is that you always, you, you use those typically in different scenarios. If you're in you know, That's interesting. A, if you're, if yeah, you're different, in a, it's different times now. Yeah. 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 If, yeah, sure. if you're in a, if you're in a, a, a sit down restaurant, you're probably paying with a credit card. Maybe if you're in a convenience store buying a pack of gum, you probably want to use cash. If you're being mugged, you can take the money clip out and fling it and run the other direction and not have to worry about replacing <laughs> your driver's license. <laughs> you so, want it, go get it. Yeah, that's right. And if you don't like it, you can go you live, can with, live, your live with your father. So basically- yeah. That's my, that's my MO. If I'm, if I'm doing that, I don't always have the money clip, but uh, I also will like to keep a little cash on me. So that's, that's my thing on my keys. Again, I, I see keys as an unnecessary burden, but of course I have a giant key fob for my vehicle. I have Mm -hmm. a house key. Those are the worst. My lady has one of those for her, for her Volkswagen. And it's like, it's huge. comical. Does it really need to be that big? Is that's that's one of those things like neon clothes and uh, in the eighties and macrame in the seventies. We're gonna look back on those and be like, you've got to be kidding me. You carry the equivalent of a Swiss Army knife to yeah. use your car. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Em- it's an embarrassment. And then um, and now I have because the new office that I have, the bathrooms are locked. So you have to use a key to get into the bathroom. So now I have Oof. a third key on my key ring. Fine. Uh, I, I, so that, that, those two things or three things really are, are always with me. I have, uh, iPhone 10, which has the, I, and I need to replace this, um, because it's starting to get, I, I got the leather case for it mm-hmm. and it's nice and it worn, it was worn fine, but it started to get so many nicks and scratches and stuff that it's now not, I don't like the feel of it anymore. So yeah, I think no, I, I know, I know what you, know? you mean. I, Yeah. 
Well, like like using an old iOS device that has like little scratches in the screen. Like yeah. eventually you're like, I think I noticed this, but I feel like I'm definitely noticing this. Yeah, this so I, I'm going to replace that. I'll probably go back to Tech 21 or something like that for one of those. But that's, if you were to approach me, that's probably all that I would have on yeah. my person unless I had my backpack with me, in which case. Now, the one thing that you didn't mention that you're probably carrying around with you mm-hmm. is you, you probably have your notebook and you probably have a bunch of different writing implements, even though you're, you're using your iPad and the uh, Apple pencil a lot. Don't you, mm-hmm. don't you still have analog solutions yeah, yeah. for that stuff? Um, Max Temkin, I put these in show notes. Max Temkin turned me on to these. They're not very pretty. They don't feel great, but they write great. It's by a company called Tool, T-U-L. And it's the, um, what is it in here? It's the tool, um, gel that was the, um, five. the, the demon thing from ghostbusters, right? There is no Dana There's only tool. tool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Precisely. So, and then I still like, I have a bunch of different pencils, um, for analog pencils. I really like the Blackwing Palomino for yes. digital pencils, <laughs> uh, for mechanical pencils. I like the, the classic Pentel black 0.5 inch one, or there's some other ones I like, but yeah, I carry one. I don't carry like the tons of markers and stuff I used to, cause I don't need it to amuse the child as much anymore. And I'm not doing yeah. like real time mind maps. I don't need them. And honestly, I mean, I, I, I want to sound cool here. I mean, I still use uh, various uh, notebooks of various kinds, but I'm not dogged about always carrying one. I mean, because the thing is, I go to my office and I, I go to my office, I go to my house, I go to her school. That's the places that I go mostly. Now, if I'm going to be on the town for the day, I will always bring a, a notebook with me. Because, you know, if you're not using a notebook when you're out and about, you probably should. Like, you know, there's more to do. But if I'm like, if I'm moving within like a five block area, don't be creepy. Like, it's not essential for that. I have a, um, we should go. It's getting, we're getting long here. Uh, oh my God, we're getting long here. Okay, I don't even have time to say this. Here's what I'm going to say about this, about keys. And this is, this is a story of ambition, power, and privilege, but it's really true. I think you spend part of your life trying to obtain as many keys as possible for all the reasons that people want keys. Yeah. You want, you want, because every, <laughs> every key you get is one more thing you own or control. And I feel like an ambition of mine over the years, and this is, a, this is absolutely privilege. Um, but, but it's a nice privilege to aspire to, which is, um, to spend then part of your life needing and wanting as few keys as possible. I don't have a key for a boat. Like I don't have a key for like a storage shed. I don't have, I don't have a key for like auxiliary life holders that I own. And I really like that. I've got literally two keys on a ring. And that's, uh, that's how I like so it. jealous of you. <laughs> well, no, I mean, it is, it's very much a privilege thing. Cause a lot, I mean, through a lot of life, I've had a bunch of keys that weren't the stuff that I owned. And I mean, it's not like we own our house, but like, you know, it's San Francisco. I'm not an animal, but the, um, but no, I mean, I just feel like what I'm trying to get at is to move beyond the privilege is that it is, uh, I aspire to need fewer things to unlock. Yes. Right. Right. The things you own. Part of it, un- yeah, need well, to be unlocked. To, the, hmm, and I like the way it feels to have less of that stuff in there. I, it feels better in my pocket that I have exactly two keys that I can identify by touch. Because listen, what let's take away from all of this? Let, let's do some points before we head out. Let's talk okay. about something important. First of all, you got bag in the bag. You got bag in the bag in the bag. Bag in the bag in the backpack. You got all of the bags. Put the bags in the bags. That's important. Also, prepare for Draculas. Be ready to be chased by Draculas. And whatever you do, imagine that you are preparing to, to do to do something uh, in the dark. You know what I'm saying? I got it. I'm the Draculas there. will come in the dark. That's their favorite way to come. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, let's button this up. All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man. Back in the back in the back. In the back.